All right. So we're back in session, and we have actually our first female guest on the podcast. Um, her name is Abby White. Um, she's a colleague of mine. And there's a few topics that I would like to discuss with Abby, so I invited her on today. Abby, thank you for joining Not my podcast. Problem. Cool. Happy to be here. Yeah. So, let's just get right into it. Um, a lot of times when I have guests on the podcast, I want to know like their background, their upbringing, where they're from. Um, and you have a very uh, diverse, um, <laughs> uh, very interesting background in some of the places you've grown up so and some of the places you've lived. So let's talk about that. Okay. Well, I'm just first going to run down, I guess, where that places are. Right. Um, I was born in Chicago, and I've lived there about a whole month of my life. <laughs> it was thrilling. I remember all the details about it in a month old. <laughs> and then from there, I moved to Connecticut, and we lived there until I was about a little older than two years old. Um, and we moved to Australia for about two years. Um, and all this moving is because my dad worked for an Australian bank. He was right. not, we were not military in any way, which most people think. Okay. Um, but we lived in Australia for about two years and then moved back to Connecticut. And from there, we moved to Singapore when I was in third grade. Um, I think that's the first place I really remember outside mm-hmm. of Connecticut because I lived the majority of my life there. And then New York was after Singapore. And that was the last place I lived, like, in childhood. And I grew up there until I graduated high school and moved down to South Carolina for college. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it definitely was interesting growing up and moving all over the place. I was young enough that it didn't truly affect me, right. like, socially, I want to say. Right. And, like, a, I was separated from friends and, like, devastated right. besides Singapore. That was a yeah. little traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. But, um... I definitely, it was interesting. Yeah. I really like living in different places. And, and that's pretty cool. And usually, um, kids are actually pretty resilient with kind of yeah. moving. And they make friends pretty easy and stuff like that. But, yeah, that is truly a diverse background. <laughs> I mean, that's a number of different places. So, I mean, obviously, like you say, you were very young and don't remember a lot of them. But yeah. can you just kind of like, which one you think was probably the best or the one you remember the most that you enjoyed the most? The enjoyed the most? Yeah. Um... I always connect, like, my childhood with Connecticut, mainly. Okay. Just because, like, I always, like, I was youngest there, I guess, and those were, mm-hmm. like, some of my first memories okay. were in Connecticut. Um, Singapore was just really cool and a really interesting experience. Okay. Because um, that was the first international place I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived there for a year, and it was hot all year round, and right. we went to, like, it felt like a private school because there's only like one inter- like American school on the island, right. tiny little island. Right. Um, but yeah, I think overall they all affected you differently and affected me. Like I know I don't remember Australia, but I had an Australian accent when I was little because I picked it up really easily. Right. Yeah. It'd be really cool if I still had it. Cause I yeah. think I'd be have way more friends and be really popular. <laughs> but yeah. I stuck at accents now, so I can't even, even pretend to have one. Yeah, that Australian accent would have been very cool, right? man. You would have that would have been just sound like <laughs> you would sounded like a female Russell girl around here or something, right. man. That would have been amazing to do. <laughs> so. You from New York City. You came to South Carolina. You attended the University of South Carolina. Yeah. Um. How did you make that decision? That actually wasn't an easy decision. I looked at 
and toured di seven different colleges when I was applying for school. Um, my parents both went to the University of Texas, so that was actually one of my top picks, but right. they did not accept me. Wow. I know. Okay. That's a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I knew I wanted to come south for school, okay. so that's where pretty much all the schools I looked at were, mm -hmm. and I was undecided actually going to school. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. so I pretty much looked at southern schools mm -hmm. with... Um, larger schools with big sports. I wanted gotcha. like the full football experience, all, right. I all of that. Um, so those were definitely were one of my topics, and definitely like, having a business school was a plus because I had interest in it. But yeah, that was like the main reason I came south. All right, cool. Now that's really cool that you actually made that decision to come um, from New York to South Carolina based on those reasons. Yeah. So the Southern School, you decided to attend the University of South Carolina um, and decided to come south. Like, the re why come south? Because south. I know there's a number of universities and schools in the Northeast that are actually very good colleges and they universities. Do, and they, they do. And I just always like more like the people. I'm definitely like the values and the way you interact and the social. I just always had that connection. Kind right. of like I grew up with. My parents kind of had those southern values mm -hmm. and everything, and I always liked them, and I felt like more at home and connected to that kind of, like, value and the way you interact with people. Like, you say hi to the people when you're standing in line, and right. you, like, aren't just in your own little world all the time, and right. that was, like, growing up in New York, like, you got used to that, though. like, you weren't thrown off when someone just like told you to F off and right. like, get out of your way and like <laughs> I got, I've gotten hit by a couple of taxis and like right. I'm not afraid to walk across the street in the right. middle of traffic right. but I still like that social interaction and like the friendly atmosphere that I found down here and obviously the warmer weather is the plus right cool good deal yeah. so you ended up graduating from South Carolina what did you actually get your degree in while you were there and I, why did you choose that particular that field? Field. I did a double major in finance and economics okay. with a minor in psychology. Um, I liked business and like I didn't choose my major until sophomore year um, because I was actually choosing between business and psychology as like majors. And the reason I went to business is because, well, I'm always, like, analytical, and I'm definitely a big numbers person, mm -hmm. so business always was a draw to me. Right. Um, but the reason I went into it was all, mainly for job security and, like, comfort in it. <laughs> <laughs> because business can be in any field. Like, yes. any type of industry yes. needs a, some sort of business. Like, right. if it's marketing or, in like, like, I was, like, finance, so, like, any company will have a finance department. Right. So. If I still wanted to do something in health, like psychology, I could work in a company that does that, but right. do like financial side of it, right. but still interact with that. Like, that's what I kind of liked about business because it was very versatile, and you right. kind of could do anything with it. And it is interesting to me, and that's why I like did it because I was like knowing how things work and like mm -hmm. how things flow, and right. personally and for a business. And then the minor in psychology is because I am I find humans very interesting, and, like, <laughs> the thought process, really and like. The way you make a thought and make plans and interact with people is just interesting. Which and that's also similar to business. Like you need that. Like you right. understanding people helps you. So it was just like things that I thought would be versatile, and so I can kind of bend them to how I want to. Use how them. you want yeah. cool. That works out exactly because well, actually my wife has a degree in psychology. Also, yeah. so she, she does. That yeah, <laughs> all the time. She's always trying to figure out what's going on. Well, why are you 
You why be, do you think you that? You can be a quiet person, so I can see how she's like, well, what are you thinking right now? Yeah, well, why, like, do you, what are you doing? why do you feel that way? Like, what made you come to that decision? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm well, a dumbest person. Know. I just, you know. I just can't. <laughs> There's a reason. Yeah, she goes, everything has a reason right. why. why. Why did you do that? And I'm like, oh, don't try to analyze me. Like, you can't do yeah. that with me. I'm pretty good. So that's pretty cool that you actually chose the reason why you chose that field. And honestly, that's kind of why I actually chose business also. <laughs> I always knew, like, everywhere. It didn't matter where I went, what would happen, what I would do. Someone would always need money, finances, and everything. So I figured that was the best way to always secure a job if I did a great job at it. And numbers kind of interested me. I was, um, the sciences I was okay with. Um, Mm -hmm. The English I definitely could have done without. The writing (laughs) part I could have done without. But. But once I got into the numbers and how they work, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. This is a way that I know what I can do, what I can do best. There's a right and a wrong. There's right. not really a lot of gray That's area. I like the answer. I like, yes. the, I like things that have an answer. Yes. Like, uh, yes. History and English were always awful. Yes. I hate them because I don't know names and no, no dates. Like, yes. awful with those. But yeah. numbers and science, there's always some sort of answer. It's, those are always my yeah. special, like, favorite subjects. Yes, mine school. too. I, I took a philosophy class at at mm-hmm. Wofford and oh that was that was painful to do it was, it was very educational but it was a painful class to go through while I was going through it so um I'm glad I definitely chose the field that I'm in right now yeah so being a native New Yorker obviously there are some cultural differences between uh, New York and the deep south um can we talk or get into some of those cultural differences that you've seen and experienced. Yeah, and I touched a little bit on it earlier, just like how, and I still have obviously friends and a bunch of people in New York mm-hmm. who I hang out with and will talk to regularly. Mm-hmm. But it's just, in my mind, like when I grew up in New York, it was very like, I grew up in Westchester, which is like an hour, I grew up in the area like an hour north of the city. So I wasn't in the city, which is off very different. Like mm-hmm. my area was in the middle of nowhere. There wasn't much going on. There's farms and everything but um i just grew up with a mentality like new yorkers have this mentality where it's like go 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 do 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 like mm-hmm. it's very fast paced in the city and like everyone's like minding their own business they're like just want to get to what they their goal like what they need to do right. and that's like just not something i relate to as much and mm-hmm. like that's another reason i wanted to come back down south because you can tell the difference we're like down here People still have that goal orientation, mm-hmm. but the way of getting there is different. Like, they're right. not as, like, focused on themselves, like, get to the point, like, mm-hmm. I got to get to point A to from point B and, like, all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I, that's the biggest thing, like, just the way they interact with other people and, gotcha. like, on the street and just, like, the work process. Like, some people, like, I know mm-hmm. New Yorkers, like, this is so slow. Everyone wants <laughs> so slow. And, like, that's the biggest complaint yeah. I always hear. I'm like, yeah, but just, like, enjoy the scenery a little right, bit. Like, right. soak it in. Take some things in. All right. Yeah. And actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, I'm going to have my cousin on the show. Um, I'm not sure which podcast yet, but I'm going to have him on. And he lives in White Plains now. Okay. So he lives in West Yep. So he yeah. lives in West County now. So he'll be on the show at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't have any pets, personally, <laughs> but you do. I do. You do. Let's talk about your dog. My little Ruby is the sweetest pup. She's a mix of who knows what, because I rescued her when she was six months old. Okay. Um, 
she has kind of like a pit face, but she's like lab. I've been told like a hundred different things she might have. Anyone who right. sees her like, well, I think right. she's this, this, and this. I'm like, I have no idea. She's a sweetheart, and that's all that matters to me. <laughs> but she's a spoiled child of mine, and she's wonderful. And she kind of runs the house, but I love having dogs. Like, I grew up with a dog, like a family dog, and who passed away, like, when I was a freshman in college. So I kind of just always grew up with a dog. And ever since... Well, pretty much always I've wanted, like, my own dog, but waited until after college, and then I was like, I need to get settled and make sure I have my life in order. Right, 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 right. I introduced this huge responsibility, and it worked out. Um, one of our other coworkers, Lindsay, who mm-hmm. will be on this podcast at some point. Yes. Um, she actually is the reason I have Ruby. Okay. Because she was fostering her with her husband, and they loved her, but they also have four dogs. Right. And five dogs is way too many, because <laughs> that's just a, another experience. Right. So I took Ruby off their hands, um, and at the time I was living with my parents, which actually helped a lot with training and getting her used to like my work schedule, because right. they were able to watch her and get her kind of used to a go out in the morning, go out at lunch, and then go out at five when I get home type right. of thing, which worked, because like for now, I go home at lunch usually, and I'll let her out, right. or I take her to daycare, okay. she can play with all her puppy friends. <laughs> doggy daycare. Oh yeah, doggy daycare's huge. I love it. It's a lifesaver. <laughs> Alright, cool. That's that's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, we we're all colleagues here, so we have very interesting conversations about <laughs> pets and animals and everything else. As a matter of fact, we had <laughs> yeah, we we had one of the greatest conversations yesterday um, with colleagues, and a lot of this we probably should record for a podcast at some point. Um, it'll be it's amazing content, but. We we had great conversations about pets, and um, I'm at the point where I almost thought about getting a pet, actually. We'll get you there. We'll get but, you there. Your kids will thank but, us. But I'm not at that point yet, so I'm still going to live vicariously through Abby and Lindsay and everyone else that has pets here, and Anne-Marie and everyone else that has the pets here. And, um, I'll live through you guys and be like godparents to your pets. That's fine. All right. So, you also are a person of many different interests, many different topics. Um, one of them is that you're actually in a bowling league right now, yes. um, and you've joined other leagues. So, let's talk about the, the bowling league and some of the other leagues you've joined. Okay. Well, I started joining leagues was because to meet people. So, I moved okay. up to Greenville like two years ago and moved lived with my parents for a year out in Pickens, which is about 40 minutes from downtown. So I didn't really do much the first year I moved up here. Mm-hmm. So once I got my house and moved down closer to Greenville, I was like, I need to interact with people more and actually make friends. Yeah. Um, and so I found, well, the first thing I did was I found a softball league because okay. I played softball pretty much from third grade till junior year of high school. Right. So I played softball forever, but I had not played since then, so yeah. obviously skills were rusty. Right. But I played in joined a softball league and then through the Greenville Sports League group okay. um, and they also have leagues for bowling for cornhole which is what I did in the fall which was really fun yeah. and yeah. they have a bunch of other ones but I've only done the softball bowling and cornhole league okay and I kind of based it based on the season so I'll yes. play softball in the spring and summer obviously because it's nice and you want to be outside and then Fall is just cornhole season, I feel like, because of football. Right. 
And then bowling's a great winter sport because it's indoors. Yeah. But I really like it. It's fun. It's super casual. Right. And you just drink and bowl and oh, have perfect. a good time. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to be very good. No. You don't okay. have to be really good. Yeah. Luckily, I'm decent. You're decent. I'm a decent bowler. What's decent for a score? You say you're a decent bowler. What's the, what's the best you've bowled in a game? best I've yeah. bowled is 194. Yeah, that's, that's pretty decent. <laughs> that's pretty decent. But bad. I have not gotten up to that again. The last... The highest one I've been doing in the league was 171. Okay, yeah. I've never bowled over a 120 in my life. So, yeah, that's pretty decent right there. I'm decent. And my, actually, my brother and some of my cousins, you said you heard the podcast earlier with my cousin that went to the Citadel. Um, He's actually claimed, self-proclaimed cornhole champion. Oh, man. He is my uh, my other cousin, Tomei. There's a good chance he beat me. Who (laughs) would be on the podcast later. But he's a self-proclaimed cornhole champion. So he and my brother and some of my other cousins, we usually, whenever we have a family uh, gathering Mm -hmm. or something, my cousin has a cornhole and we'll... Um, boards and stuff we'll bring them on and do cornhole back and forth with each other so it's pretty cool we have yeah. a great time and i think we just kind of do it because it gives us an excuse to just bring a cooler out and yeah. drink a bunch it's of beer fun. and stuff exactly. like that it's yeah it's a good so, excuse to socialize but yeah. i have learned i was good at cornhole up until the point where i played at the actual distance you're supposed to play it oh yeah that would make a difference tailgating cornhole and league cornhole <laughs> <laughs> are two different things yeah. i'm very good at tailgating cornhole bad at league decent at <laughs> League or Cornhole. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so we're going to wrap it up with okay. Abby today. Abby, you've been an amazing guest. We'd like oh, to thank you. thank you for being on today. So um, tell everyone if you have any social media or any other ways they can, if they want to reach you or get in contact with you or keep up with what you're doing <laughs> and your My dog life. and your interesting life and the yeah. leads that you have, I, how can they follow you and keep up with you? Don't use social media a ton, but if you want to see pictures of Ruby and the occasional things I do, Instagram would probably be the best place. Okay. Um, my handle is AbbyMW831. Okay. And there's just tons of pictures of Ruby. Nice. <laughs> All right. Pretty cool. much. Cool. Well, good deal, Abby. Once again, we'd like to thank you for being in session today. Um, I'm sure at some point we'll have you back on the podcast because there's much much more things we'd love to discuss and talk about with you but thank you again for being on the podcast and i'm sure we'll have plenty of conversations because we sit literally right next to each other so we'll have plenty more conversations I'm they sure. won't they won't be on the record but that's okay they probably <laughs> shouldn't be on, <laughs> they probably shouldn't be on the record a lot of our conversations but thanks again and you guys and we're out